Today's show is brought to you by PaintYourLife.com. Text the word Cognitive to 64,000 for 20% off your first order. And buy the book and the audiobook. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome at This is episode 622 of Cognitive Dissonance and Cecil. Yeah. I, I don't know what your thoughts. I don't want to get too far down this road, but you know, I've been I've been obviously like everybody else, been following the the events in Ukraine. Sure, sure. And it is going so badly for Russia. Like it's going like like Ukraine is taking back the cities that they lost. They mm-hmm. took back a city yeah. yesterday. Sinking battleships. They're sinking their fucking battleship. Like they they're picked, like fucking C two. C two, baby. <laughs> and right down. C four makes it explode. <laughs> Putin just takes the fucking thing, closes it. He slams yeah, it, throws yeah. it. So mad. <laughs> That's the thing that makes me of like, yeah. th- this is one of those scenarios that I just keep thinking of. And I'm like, man, there's no outcome. I, I can't imagine where he's just going to be like, well, you beat me. Fairsies and spiresies. I, I think. I don't the, know. I actually think like it's difficult because you keep the more you beat him, the deeper that hole gets. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know how this concludes. There's a couple of options, of course. There's always a couple of options. It could, you know, there could be a moment where it's not him who decides. Right. Where somebody right. finally <clears throat> steps in or, you know, he finally in some way gets They could force the moment to its crisis to in some point, right? So there's, some, there's a possibility. Could, right. Like there could be somebody else who speaks. Oh, or, you know, the, the same way strikes work could be the same way that this could stop. Right. right? The soldiers could the just, soldiers like, just say, just this is, this that. is stupid. What are we doing? Right. So it's this in the same way, although it's that's very seems, different, right. very different. With right. soldiers than yeah. with. Cause the other soldier who's not on strike can yeah. shoot you. Yeah. Well, you know, like, but, but they are, they are saying the Ukrainian soldiers are saying, and I saw this today, they're saying, go home and you won't die. Like right. just go home. And that is an excellent message. That is like really if somebody's a great like, message. Cecil, if if I were in your home and you were like, not today, buddy. You gotta go, go home. Gotta go home or you're gonna die. You're gonna, I'd be like, home, home is, is where the heart is. Home and is where I'm there. living. Right. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, and I and I don't wanna like pretend I'm a fucking expert on Eastern sure, European sure, geopolitical yeah. affairs. I'm just not. But I just I read about it and I and I'm I'm looking at it with bated breath, and I would be remiss not to say, man, I know that that story that Putin tells about when he was a kid. I think I mentioned this before on the show, but he, he tells a story about when he was a kid, he was very poor, and he and the other kids would chase rats around in this, like, apartment building where they lived. And he tells a story that, like, he chased this, they saw this really big rat, and he chased this rat, and the rat got cornered. And as soon as the rat was cornered, the, the cornered rat turned, and it attacked him. It launched itself after him, and then he ran away from the rat. And he says, I learned a lot from that rat. And I think... God, I just... Did like, you? Did you, though? Did you? Did you, though? And I... Yeah, right? Like... 
Mm, the best thing for the rat to do would actually to not be caught in the first place, not to yeah. just, you know, but, well, but still. It's a, it's, it's one of those situations this last week on our regular, sh on our live stream, yeah. we raised money for Ukraine. Yes. Uh, not technically Ukraine. We raised it for Doctors Without Borders, but they are currently Doing a lot of good serving work in Ukraine. And it was one of the few pacifist organizations that we found that we know and we've used before. Right. Uh, we did it this last week. We 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 said anybody who super who, who did a super chat for our show uh, while we were on YouTube, we would take and match whatever funds. Turned out to be about six hundred and fifty dollars that we raised in about forty minutes or so. And we took that money and we matched, we it. matched it. And we also like because YouTube was take it's like thirty five percent of that yeah, money. We're, we're but we're like whatever. We're just gonna eat That's that. Yeah. And so we 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 sent them thirteen hundred dollars this week. And what's great is we were matched by a listener of the show, Fred, who wound up doing the same thing. So he sent them money as well this week. So we raised over two thousand yeah. dollars for Doctors Without Borders in about forty minutes, which is tremendous. Which is tremendous. That's and awesome. So uh, we, of course, we want to encourage everybody who wants to help in some way that they can to reach out to Doctors Without Borders. Uh, you know, their website's super easy to find. Type it in a search bar. There's a donate one-time feature. That's what we did. And you could just donate. You know, they want anything you got. Right. So dollar, $2, $5, $20, $100. It doesn't matter. Yep. So I urge anybody who wants to help in some way to do that. And that's a charity that has been well vetted. That's a charity yeah. that you can feel like not all charities. Like, no. can you necessarily feel good about? No. And you do have to do a fair bit of work. But Doctors Without Borders, I feel comfortable recommending. We've, Me too. We've Me vetted too. them for a long time. Yeah, for a so. long time. President Biden announcing his pick for the Supreme Court, nominating Judge Katanya Brown-Jackson. Federal Appeals Court Judge Katine Brown-Jackson. Uh, Katenja Brown-Jackson. Yeah. Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson. She is Judge Katanji uh, uh, Jackson, rather. Katanji Brown-Jackson. Katani Brown. Judge Katani Brown-Jackson. Katanji Brown-Jackson. Katani Brown-Jackson. Katanji Brown-Jackson. Katani Brown-Jackson. Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson. Katanji Brown-Jackson. He selected Judge Brown-Jackson. Katanji Brown-Johnson. So a lot of the stories this week are going to come from the confirmation hearing. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, potential Supreme Court Justice Jackson is uh, in the middle of withering, just, just in the fucking, just withering, stupid, stupid, bland crossfire bullshit by functional idiots <laughs> is, is essentially what she's enduring. It, it pretty much right is. Now. And you know, what, what you're seeing right now, Tom, is you're seeing a a Republican party that wants to ask her questions so that they could be the next soundbite. Yes. That's, 100%. that's all it yeah. is. It's it. They don't care about any of this stuff. And they certainly don't care about her answers because her answers, in fact, should excite the people that are, uh, that, that, that are listening and that are on the right because she is an originalist and yep. she said as much yep. in one of the things that she said. And she's, you know, she's also somebody who keeps saying, I will wait until I hear the facts of the case and listen to the arguments, and then I will make the decision. That should be something that should excite them because what they don't want is somebody who comes in with ideas and plans on their own. She's saying she's going to treat everything as a blank slate. And, you know, if you're if you're being honest, right. 
Then, that's the answer you want. Then that's the answer you want, right. right? But they're not being honest. What they want to do is they want to try to push her into a corner and they want to get her to say something so that they don't have to vote for the first black woman Supreme yep. Court justice. Yep. That's the only reason they're doing this. They're doing it for that. And they're also doing it so they can have campaign slogans later on. Like, I was super tough on Katanji. Right. Yeah. Did you see when I was mad at that woman? Yeah. I was real good. I stormed off. Yeah. I'm Senator Lindsey Graham. That's I, yeah. I, you know, I was so repulsed by my by the non-answers I didn't let her give when I stood in front of her and essentially grandstanded yeah. for the entirety of my yeah, time. That's all I did. Aren't you proud yeah. of me? Yeah. It's like, mm, no. And the questions are so disingenuous. And this one yeah. is this one is equally shitty. Yeah. So this story comes from Mother Jones. Republican Senator lashes out at marriage equality in Supreme Court hearing. Uh, this is John Cornyn. Cornyn's objections are, first, that granting equal rights to LGBTQ people conflicts with the religious beliefs of some people, to which Jackson responded, well, Senator, that is the nature of a right. <laughs> that when there is a right, it means that there are limitations on regulation, even if people are regulating pursuant to their sincerely held religious beliefs. Did she drop the mic right after that? Because that's she a great have. fucking line. She it's fucking should line. have. Yeah, I love that her answer was like, uh, that's how that works. So, yeah, of fucking course. Yeah. yeah, that you know, the religious right is just coming out at this point and saying, "Look, I, I want to discriminate because I have a bad set of ideas." Yeah, and this terrible set of nonsensical Bronze Age bullshit ideas that, by the way, in the New Testament, barely even touch upon the subject right. and don't treat it as something terribly, but still, you know, like, here's, I feel squicky about the fact that I want to fuck a dude. Wait, I didn't say that part. I didn't. <laughs> now, hold on. I mean, like, when I'm fucking dudes, I feel, no, hang what on. What I mean to say hang is. Hang on. Yeah. Uh, when I dick is being sucked by another man. <laughs> God Jesus damn it. Christ. Three times. You think I'd get it. <laughs> fucking hell, man. Yeah. Fucking hell. I denied my straightness three times. <laughs> now, the, uh, the, the thing is, is what these guys want. And this is perfectly, uh, perfectly evident from this because he keeps on pushing at, well, what we really want is we want to, we want to make sure that the people that are gay that get married, we don't, we don't like that. We don't right. like that particular right. And he keeps on trying to like bring up the constitution, but the constitution doesn't mention it either. It's fucking silent on the like issue. It doesn't mention right. it. It just says like it doesn't mention marriage, man. Right, and 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 they had to, they had the Supreme Court had to make a decision. We're gonna we're gonna talk later on about another decision that they made about interracial marriage in the fifties. Right. Yep. What you know, like like as time goes on, we recognize we're shitty, awful people. Yep. And we change, and we and we look at ourselves hard, and we say, "Fuck, are we stupid or what? What were we thinking?" Yep. And. 2015, when we changed this rule and we said, yeah, of course fucking two adults can get married. What the fuck were we thinking well, up Well, until what if now? they're a different color? Like, like oh, well, yeah. fuck, that's a stupid way yeah. to think. And 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 now we're like, oh, well, what if they're the same sex? Well, who fucking cares? Right? But don't, look, if that's not your jam, don't marry that person. Exactly. The, I don't understand why libertarians don't bite onto this. I can't understand how you're a libertarian and you hear somebody say some garbage like this and you think, I, I want to vote red next. Yeah, time. it is. The thing is that it's it's this is some self-evident shit, right? Because as long as the government is in the marriage business, meaning that as long as government sanctions a yep, marriage yep. and provides a different set of rights, responsibilities, et cetera, yeah. to married people. And it does like 
you know, in many states, I don't know, I don't know if there's like a lot of federal rights and there's federal tax differences. Sure. But, you know, in in many states, if if you're married and your spouse is in the hospital, you can make decisions. You don't have to have a specific power of attorney. It's important. You you have right. You've got airship uh, in the event that somebody passes, yeah. their material possessions pass to they you. give you their little Zeppelin. Right. You get an airship. <laughs> you get an airship. You get a little airship. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, so the government is necessarily involved yeah. in the creation yeah, of and the granting of rights attached to it. So necessarily, this isn't like a matter of, of, of hey, you know, the government, why should, the, it, why should these people ha- be stripped of these rights? Right. Why should, they, that's the question that's involved. It's not a question of whether or not I have to recognize that I like your union. There are plenty of married people that I'm like, you shouldn't be married. You're not compatible, right? <laughs> yeah. Where you're like, that's or, not going to work. Or that person's horrible. You shouldn't be married right. to them, right? So, right. Right. I've had friends in my life. That's what I mean. You've been like, oh <laughs> yes. my God, what you, you shouldn't be married <laughs> right? to that person. <laughs> right. Yeah. But that's not the point when it comes to government. Government isn't saying this is a good union. Yeah. You made a fine choice, and I think you'll be happy. We should, we should, we should have to do if they're going to do this. It should be like, you know how we have to do like USDA stamps on right. meat. <laughs> they should do the same thing for marriages, where you you have to you have to you have to hire an outside source yes. to come in and grade you oh. and then put a stamp on you of approval of approval on both parties can we use the same system so it's like prime yes, select absolutely. choice absolutely absolutely you like walk out like, well, I got a choice marriage Fuck. oh i'm industrial <laughs> <laughs> pet food <laughs> food not suitable for human Barely consumption food grade what do you mean <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> Jesus, do you remember anything from last night? No, honestly, I drank way too much. Uh, and um, you know, don't tell my dad, but um, I smoked some of that devil's lettuce. <laughs> I got pretty crossed. <laughs> Oof, I could just take a nap for like three days, honestly. Cecil, I, I listened to this audio and I, I, it was, it was late when I, when I found this late and I was like, Sorry, I'm going to text Cecil anyway. Mm-hmm. I almost did it. I was like, I want to text him. And I was like, no, it's the middle of the night. Don't text him. And I was like, I, somebody needs to hear this. Well, why don't we play it? Like it's down here at the bottom. Oh. I will play it. Just, and then, Hammond, why don't you read the headline first and then I'll play it. I will. And you guys just listen for, I'm only going to say this greatest punchline. Just the end of this is a great punchline. California MAGA candidate says she's running because Jesus spoke to her son in a closet. Okay. All right. So this, so Hemant posted this, the friendly atheist posted this. We're going to listen to this. This is on his Twitter feed. I'm going to be quiet the whole time. We're just going to listen to the whole thing. It's it's that good. What, what was the, the, the reason behind deciding to run for this office? I mean, you've got a lot of things. First of all, I'm a prophetic dreamer. So I had spent a lot of 2019 and 20 having a lot of political dreams that I was in office. And because our youngest son, Ezekiel, is a seer, I went and got him. And I said, hey, can you look around and see what you're seeing? Because I, I just really, I get a kick out of hearing him describe, you know, what he sees. And so I said, you know, tell, let me know if you see anything. And so he looked in my bedroom and my bathroom. And he said, there's nothing there. And then he goes into the closet, which is where I had been when I was praying. And he said, what? whoa, and his eyes got like big as saucers. And he kind of like what? started backing away and they started bending down. And he said, you've got what? a really big guy in your closet. 
and his power <laughs> is pushing me to the ground. And we had never, had, yeah, we never had that reaction ever. Wow. To an <laughs> and so I'm like, is he, he's, he's for us, not against us, right? Because I was sure, you know, <laughs> bigger than a baby's arm like, in there. What's going yeah, on? He's so full of light, I can't even see his face. And and then he said, and he has a scroll in his hand. And so I was sure like, he came with the message. Like, what is the message? And the message was a commissioning. So at the very end, I asked him what his name was. Cause I thought, if, what angel is this? You know? And he said, Emmanuel, that wasn't an angel. <laughs> that wasn't an angel. That was Jesus himself. And so that's why I'm running for secretary of state. So it's kind of a, that's why I'm running for secretary of state. I honestly get mocked for, but you know, by the other side of, of, course, yeah. of this door. As well you should. As well you should. Jesus shows up and is like, hang on. I got to talk to the bitch who's going to run the DMV in fucking Ohio or whatever. It's in California. (laughs) Can you believe? Okay. How weird is it it that you go grab your son or whatever and wander him around your room and be like, go, I want you to go in the closet. I was just in praying. Praying. What is happening in your house? (laughs) Hang on a minute. I've been having a lot of political dreams. Let me get my son. He's having a seizure fucking fever dream of his own. He's having walking fits right now. Let me see what bullshit he's imagining. He's a fuck. Oh, you're seeing a being full of light. Well, I guess I'll be dog catcher. <laughs> what the fuck? What? Well, you know, I, I, I contacted my cousin and, uh, you know, my cousin sometimes, well, I mean, he, he read a book about angels. Anyway, long story short, that's why I'm governor. Do you know, t- no. And that's, and that's where you're wrong. None of these people, every single one of these people, Tom, that say they're chosen by God. Think about all the people we've seen throughout the yep. history of this show that have said, I've been chosen by God. Uh, I've been chosen by God. I've been chosen by God. Like even Michelle Obachman at one point yep. was like chosen by God and then lost or quit they all or lose. whatever. And that one woman, we're going to watch her a little later, maybe on the stream, maybe I'm not, not sure. But that one lady who's like, yeah, I was chosen by God. And then I fucking lost. And this lady, she's a fucking, she's not going to win. Are you kidding me? Yeah, she's like a fucking R-tier candidate, if she's, man. If she's on a show with this guy on the right. Yeah, no. We've no had way. this guy on the live stream before. So if you, if you guys rec- uh, if you guys have watched our live stream before, and I'm going to try to explain it to the people who are listening. There's a fella who we've had on our live stream multiple times. This guy has his own little... I don't even know, like groupie who sits yes, next to right. him and, and tries to press at- his her face into his. Like she tries to merge their two faces together. And she just tries to, yep. she, she can't stop staring at him. And he says nothing. He's never said a thing, <laughs> not a single time. And he's like a D-list He's yeah. a D-list guy. Yeah, these He's are, not even. This isn't even like Lance Wallenew. No, these are these are bottom of the barrel garbage feeders, and they're interviewing this lady who's telling a story about how we're fucking. There's no way she's she had. Right. I, I, I want to be the Secretary of State, so I, I, I had bet dreams about it. Everything I own that she won't win. Yeah, 100%. I would bet everything yep. I own. That I she would won't borrow win. shit. I would buy. Yeah, I, I would, would. I would borrow shit from a yeah. bookie that will break that my will, legs. That will cut every piece of me off yep. and mail it back to yep. me. 
Yeah. This lady isn't winning There's anything. There's nothing she Literally can possibly no. In win. California? And especially with that story. Are you going to tell that story on like fucking the Today Show? I hope she tells this. Because the thing is, like, I want people to tell this story. This story is delightfully wacky. I want I want you to be like, well, that MAGA candidate's like, have you heard her? Yeah. Have you, have you heard have that you fucking heard person? Because she, she thinks she saw fucking angels in the outfield what or whatever. Think, and now that's why she's changing her oil <laughs> or however the fuck she gets the next job she's she gets got. It's a field of dreams or whatever. <laughs> no, but you know what's crazy too, though? She were to go on like one of these big shows. She goes on like something like, let's say she goes on like Oprah or something. Yeah. I mean- do you think believers would coddle this belief and like have a conversation about it with them? Believers love this shit. So yeah. yes, I think like, but you have to be a certain kind of believer. And we kind of touched on this when we talked to Seth. I think you're just like everyday cultural believer yeah. would be like, no, nah, that's a bridge too far. Yeah. Or at the very, at the, even if they're not like, that's a bridge too far. I think that's sort of like there's some people who are just too far into it. Yeah, right. Where you're just like, no, you're too, you're too into this. Yeah, the magic doesn't. Something, it's not real. It's yeah, like, no. It's, it's metaphor yeah. magic. It's not like or it's actually or happened. It's magic, magic, but it doesn't touch you. Or or it's magic, but I fucking don't believe you. Right. You know. Right. So it, the the other thing too is that it's weirdly specific to politics. Yeah. That people will tell stories like this. It, imagine applying for any other job. <laughs> So, so Cecil, let's play it out. Imagine applying. Okay, you're the you're the HR guy. Okay, I'll be yeah. the I'll be the interview guy. Okay. What's the yeah. job? Let's get. Uh, well, we got to think of a good job. Like, let's we'll think do this improv job. style. Like, uh, what's a good job? Okay, we need a job from the audience. What job? job? Audience, audience. Need a job. Audience says hairdresser. Hairdresser. All right. Okay. Hey, welcome to uh, Tom's salon. Uh, you've got awesome locks. Real excited to talk Thank to you. you. Resume looked great. You know, why'd you get into hairdressing? Well, so a long time ago, uh -huh. and this is actually why my hair is long and why I wear a beard, yeah. is I had a conversation with Jesus. You do? Well, and he said to me, "Actual Jesus? I want you to look like me. Yeah. And I want you to travel the world uh -huh. and make sure that you cut everybody's hair yes. to look like mine. Okay. Uh, very nice to meet you. <laughs> Thanks so much for coming out. We are... We are definitely going to let you know. Yeah, no, we're gay. We're going to let you know. I love your hair. Looks good. You, it's uh, yeah. sharp. You know, if you want some products on the way, I'll give you a 15% discount. <laughs> uh, just, you know, get out is the operative. Get the fuck? Get out of no There's other no job way. would you tell I a story like this? I can't think of a this. single job that you could tell. You know, and even, and I've worked in religious institutions before. And even in religious institutions, if you came in talking about providence in some way, yeah. people would be a little cautious of you. They would think, unless unless it was like in broad strokes providence and right. not direct providence right. like these people are talking about, it would be a... I can, and that's yeah, religious institutions, right. man. Like, that's like a priest yeah. interviewing you. Yeah, because like I think the, the truth is that people believe in these things in this sort of broad conceptual way that people believe this, but they don't believe it in the sense that like it happened to the guy next right, to you. Right, right. Nobody believes that miracles are happening to the guy just down the street on sure. fucking Maple Avenue. We think these are things that happen broadly in the, if you're a believer, you think they happen like broadly in the world somewhere. Right, right. But they don't happen like yeah, the guy at the grocery sure. store because you don't actually think it's sure. real. It's like COVID. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Again, not real. Plandemic. Plandemic. It was a plandemic. Right, a million Don't people. you know it's a plandemic? <laughs> Tell that to a million Americans. <laughs> You can't anymore. Oh, Tom. they're very. You can't. They're silent on that can't. issue. Running from an angry woman. Running from Dana Jean Harley. 
A rare duet between Pam Smidley and Dana Jean Harley. I guess I'll have another A-B-O-R-T-I-O. Country Roses. Order now. Uh, this is just great. This is from Axios. And actually, I'm going to give him the credit that he's due by reading his quote. Uh, North Carolina's anti-abortion lieutenant governor once paid for an abortion, according to old Facebook posts. In a comment in 2012, he said, it's wrong when others do it. And it was wrong when I, yes, I paid to have my own child aborted in 1989. And I, and, and there was a part of me when I first read this, I almost said, oh, it's not a story. Cause he's saying, Hey, I did it, but it was still wrong. She's still condemning his past sure. action. Right. But here's why it's not. Yeah. Right. Cause he already got his get out of jail. He already did it. Right. Cause he already did it. Cause he already experienced the yep. freedom that other people should have the opportunity to experience yep. so that they don't, because he did it for a reason. What was your reason? You, you know, maybe you were in school. Maybe you were, uh, you were in hard times. Maybe it was a mistress. Maybe it was something, whatever. Right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not making any whatever judgments. I don't care. Right. But there was a reason that you did it. There was a reason that you pulled the money out of your pocket. There was a reason you had that conversation. And there was a reason she went in there and got that abortion. Yep. Whatever it is, you use that reason. Yeah. Why is yep. that reason? Exactly. And you're saying it's wrong now. It certainly may feel wrong now to you. That's okay. You still used it when you needed it. Yeah, it's real easy to go back on that when you don't have to face the consequences face of going it back on Yeah, sure. You already reaped the fucking reward of the yeah. action that you're now saying, I don't get to have. You can't turn the vacuum cleaner on and shoot right, just, <laughs> be like, You know what? <laughs> Can I have a mulligan? In fact, you know what? Fucking name a mulligan. Yes, yeah. Just name a mulligan. Mulligan. Oh, man. <laughs> Tom, if you have a third kid, it's got to be called, called mulligan. mulligan. Got to be called mulligan. Yeah. I'd yeah. call my whole life a mulligan. <laughs> <laughs> if I have a third kid, it's because they closed every abortion yeah. clinic in the world. <laughs> in the world. On earth. You're getting on a jet and you're flying There's literally no anywhere. There's no place I wouldn't go. Literally no anywhere. Uh, There's no place. If it was like you can only get an abortion uh, in a fucking undersea yeah. layer at the bottom, I'd be like, great. And get me the fucking <laughs> deep dive submarine. I don't care. <laughs> You know, Whoa. it's also all dudes, right? Yeah. It's almost always all dudes that are like, I don't want y'all having, having any rights. You know, I know there are women out there and there's, and, and I think that there are plenty of Republican women out there that, that fight against this sort of thing. But I think your point is very valid. This guy already used his card. He's already yep. done it. He's already passed that point in his life where that, that might be a problem for him. And so now he wants to close the fucking door behind him. Yeah, man, I was talking, I, there, there's, there's this guy that I work with <clears throat> that is uh, Republican. He's pretty heavily Republican. And he and I will occasionally uh, have these like protracted conversations. I'd call them debates, but he doesn't wear it. Like we'll have these protracted <laughs> conversations. And uh, you know, I remember asking him one time like about the abortion thing or it came up. I don't remember. And he said, you know, when, when and he referred to his wife, you know, when we were younger, we were, we were both pretty pro-choice. But now that we've gotten older, we're pro-life. And I was like, that's because it's not going to happen for you yeah. anymore. That's because you're out like, of the fucking like, woods. I, I said it. I was like, I was you're like, out of the woods, man. When it was a danger for you, you were pro. Yeah. How do I fucking get out of that danger? Sure. And now that it's not a danger for you, all of a sudden he's like, oh, you might have a point. Yeah. I was like, I have a, what that's do you why, mean might? That's why every boomer is complaining about kids that don't want to work because they had a fuck, they have a fucking career behind them. Right. Right. Yeah, don't, they don't have to fucking go work for $9 an hour at McDonald's and have a boomer yell at them. <laughs> if they did, they would have a completely different perspective on work. They would have a hundred percent. But the problem is, is that they, they've lost that opportunity for empathy. And yeah. he's done the same thing. Yep. 
I'm sorry, is that a bare wall behind you or a window or a door even? Know what's better than any of those things? That's right, a painting from PaintYourLife.com. If you're like me, which you know you are, then you've looked around your house and thought, what is this barren hellscape that I live in and how can I brighten up this purgatorial void? If you want a truly meaningful gift for yourself or others, you've got to try PaintYourLife.com. Get a professional hand-painted portrait created from any photo at a truly affordable price. Or combine photos of people or places you love into one painting. Choose from a team of world-class artists and work with them until every detail is perfect. It's fast. You can receive your portrait in as little as two weeks. Send any picture of yourself, your children, family, a special place, someone you love who isn't around anymore, a cherished pet, even an action shot of you or your children playing your favorite sport. Now that I have this painting, I sit and stare at it for hours as it fills me with a sense of ease looking into my own dead eyes. I mean happy smiling face. At PaintYourLife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money is refunded, guaranteed. And right now, as a limited time offer, get 20% off your painting. That's right, 20% off and free shipping. To get this special offer, text the word COGNITIVE to 64000. That's COGNITIVE to 64000. Text COGNITIVE to 64000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Message and data rates may apply. Terms apply. Available at paintyourlife.com slash terms. Again, text cognitive to 64,000. Hello there, Father. Uh, hello, Colm. <laughs> Out and about. I am. Same as yourself. Good, good. I hear you're a racist now, Father. <laughs> what? What? How did you get interested in that type of thing? Who said I'm a racist? Everyone's saying it, Father. Should we all be racist now? What's the official line the church is taking on this? No, no. Only the farm takes up most of the day, and at night I just like a cup of tea. I might be able to devote myself full time to the old racism. Oh, this is this is so fucking goddamn ridiculous. The story's from Vanity Fair. You can also find it literally anywhere. It's all over the place. GOP Senator Mike Braun claims he didn't mean to say states should be able to ban interracial marriage despite saying it multiple times. So again, there is this bullshit disingenuous attempt to essentially roll back the federal government and say, well, everything should be states' rights. Everything should just be states' rights. And that's, that's obviously nonsense. And nobody actually believes that. Like if you press almost anyone on what that would mean, it's like, I mean, you do know, like, the Civil War was essentially a states' rights issue, but it was a states' rights to have slavery. Yeah. Like, get sure. the fuck out of I here. I mean, with this also, shit. like, are we saying, like, certain places across our, our nation shouldn't have women that vote? I know right. there's an amendment now, but still, like, yep. like, are we saying, because are we, how much are we rolling back? How much is states' rights? Yeah. At, at what point? So it's a fucking garbage argument, yeah. and it's always been disingenuous, and it's always just been a way for regressives. Not conservatives, but fucking regressives to try to take back the rights that people have fought for. So, yeah. but this dumb motherfucker was was talking about this and he gets pushed on it. And he fucking doubles down until he gets sort of back to the home office. Yeah. And somebody's like, Do you know what you said? Yeah. And then he's Do like, you fucking know what you said. And then he had to crawl back and say, Well, I I I love black people. I have a black I friendly. Have, I have a black caddy. Yeah. <laughs> When I go golfing. I tipped a black valet once. like him quite a bit. As long as he doesn't talk to me too much and use those urban words, we're okay. No, but but like what yeah. they want to, like either, either, either they're lying 
Or if they're being genuine, what they really want is like Gileads all over the, yes. the globe, that right? All over, yep. all over the United States. They want little Gileads. They want a place where, you know, where abortion is illegal, where, you know, where, where even play, where they have to like approve your husband. Because right. if you're saying interracial marriage or rolling back all these things that the Supreme Court has decided on, now you're saying there's so many different pieces of that that you're saying now belong to the states. Yeah. And how far back can you roll back the clock? You can go back to the 20s. Yeah, man. What about segregation? Yeah, because sure. I mean, like Plessy versus Ferguson and then Brown versus Board overturned that. So like, what about what about fucking what about segregation, that? man? You could, you That's, absolutely like, get could. the fuck out of here with that. And, it, and it'd be even worse than a Gilead, right? It'd be even worse. Yep. Like in a Gilead, you know, you're like what I'm talking about is the Handmaid's Tale, right? And uh, you know, that's where I'm that's where I'm using that word. But like in that particular story, that's about very religious reproductive rights yep. and controlling of, of a very rigid patriarchy, like the most rigid, the most, patri rigid, yeah. the most rigid patriarchy you could possibly imagine. And so that's what that story is about. But you're right. It could be even worse than that because it could be that plus racial discrimination. Plus all of it. Yeah. yeah. Plus all of it. Yeah. And, and this guy, just to be very clear, the reporters asked him several clarifying questions. Like to make sure that he didn't misunderstand. No, yeah. they, like like they, when they're asking you the follow-up to be like, are you fucking sure, man? Right. And he's like, yep, 100% sure. Yep, yep. And then he leaves. They did everything but like, like are you sure you don't have your fingers like crossed behind around. your back? They're looking around. They're like, is there a camera in the corner of the room? Right. Was he fucking with us the yeah. whole time? Is this one of those TikToks where they're going to be like, <laughs> got you. <laughs> no. And then, they, and then he has to go back. And then they're like, hey, dumb fuck. You're so stupid. You don't even know what you said. Yeah. Right. He's, he tries to be like, I misunderstood the question. It's like, it's impossible. If you if, if you, you misunderstood the question, you should resign from yeah. your office. You, you should hundred percent resign. What what question do you understand? Because the question was asked, and then it was clarified multiple yep. times. Yep, you didn't misunderstand. It's what you sincerely meant. Yep. yep, what you sincerely, sincerely meant. But you just know that that actually turned out to be one fucking word too far. Yep, and one sentence too long. And what it was was he wanted he cares so much about states' rights that he doesn't care about people. Yeah, well, he thinks states have more rights than people. Yeah. The thing is that, like, I do think it's bullshit that these guys actually think about that. What they want is they want a world and they know that states' rights is the that's sort the of the banner yeah, that they have yeah. to carry in yeah. order to get it. Yeah. Go. You love me. Dude, are you five? Yeah, five inches deep in your mom. This story comes from The Independent. Marjorie Taylor Greene backs Madison Cawthorn and calls Zelensky a thug, despite outrage from within her own party. So here's, here's what they said. She said, uh, she agrees that Ukraine president Volodymyr Zelensky is a thug and that his government is corrupt. And I thought, and, and Cawthorn said the same yeah, shit. Sure. Like same Madison thing, Cawthorn, yeah. who right. is got to have one of the most punchable, smug motherfucking oh. faces I've ever seen. But I, I read that, and there's more to the story, but I read that and I thought, okay, but who cares? Even if I granted you, even if I gave you that he had a corrupt government, and even if I gave you that he was a thug, whatever that even means, sure. whatever that even means, it doesn't make a lick of difference. It doesn't change any of the moral, political, or legal calculus around invading Ukraine. Not for anybody who thinks. Right. It's a horrible thing to do. All it's saying is it's giving the people a reason to side with Putin that follow them. Yeah. So right. that's what it's doing. It's right. giving them a reason. It's giving them a, a point 
that they can say, well, you know, maybe it might be justified because you could have, you could do the same thing when we invaded whatever, you know what I mean? You could say, right. oh, well, oh, you know, well, you know, and so I think that's what it's doing. But I also think too, it says in this article that the Republicans are kind of up in arms about this because yeah. the Republicans, especially the Republican leadership saying, what the fuck are you doing? Like, right. it, it's one of those uh -huh. moments where your kid's being shitty and you, you, you're getting real mad, but you're in public and you're yeah, just like, you're I want to just, wanna like, just grab him down. and I want to walk him out the door <laughs> and I can't because he's in public and he's now he's throwing things on the aisle and the, you know, in the middle of the aisle, whatever. You know right. what I mean? Like he's having a tantrum or whatever it is. Maybe you you're don't like, want to do I that, Jimmy. so mad. You know, I, I know what I was like when I was a kid. I just get slapped and dragged outside, but very different time we live in now. But in any case, like, like there's, there's all these Republicans kind of talking through their teeth at them. Right fuck are you doing? Calm down. And what I think they're doing is they're saying, you can't fucking make me be quiet too. I think in some ways they're saying the votes are going to decide yeah, the votes right. and the voters and the population. If they're, if they're excited by me, if they're emboldened by me and they come to the polls because of me, you can fucking wow, wow, wow all you want. I get to say whatever the fuck I want. Yep. This is no, my right. house. Yeah. This is my house. Yeah. This ain't your house. Yeah, sure, all you guys got together and said that's McCarthy guy is the guy I got to listen to, but I don't have to fucking listen yeah. to him. I only have to listen to the voters and everybody wants me to come pull, come, come stump for them because they know I'm going to get the voters out for them. And if they can prove that and they can get all these people that are on board with that, they basically could do whatever the fuck they want. And they've yeah. been doing it pretty much ever since they, they've joined Congress. Yeah, man, you're not, you know, it reminds me of a funny, like, personal anecdote. Like, I remember, it's the same thing as when you're good in sales. Like, I just, I just remember this. Like, when I was, when I was in college, I had a job and I was a salesperson at Circuit City, now defunct. And he's, I sold, like, audio and home theater junk. Right. And I was good at my job. So I produced a lot of, of money for the company. And that meant I could do whatever the fuck I want, which sure. I did all Came the time. Came in late. I can't skip I would, days. I would just not come in or show up like eight hours late for a 12 hour. I went to the movies sometimes sure. in the middle of the day because there was nothing going on. And they'd like shake their finger at they'd you. They'd be mad. They'd be like, Tom, be like, you can't do that. Hey, you can't just go to the movies in the middle of your work day. And I'd be like, yeah, I bet I can. I, I, I think I can because well, I just did. What are you actually going to Am do? Am I fired? Right. Am I fired now? No. Do I go mm -hmm. over to another place to yeah. sell? Okay. No? Okay, no. then. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same. It's really, it's the same thing. It's same like thing. Fucking They're selling themselves. Closers get coffee. Yep. Fucking A, man. That's it. Fucking A. And what I hope is, is that there is something, because my my real thought is that the that Trump was the, the catalyst for all this. Right. That's my real thought. That these people, yeah, they get people to follow them on Twitter and yeah, they get to make a big stink, but I don't know what they're going to do until the, the midterms. We'll see what their pull is in the midterms. Do you think the MTGs and the Cawthorns, do you think they exist do they, functionally without Trump? Like if Trump were to like have a fucking heart attack tomorrow, which- They would try to take his place. Do you, but do you think- They like, would climb all a, over each other to try to take his place. But do you think from like a- base movement. So right now, what I feel like is they are part of this MAGA thing. They're part of this Trumpism. Sure. Yeah. But I still have a strong feeling that Trumpism requires Trump, that there isn't yeah. uh, like these no, toadies. I, these I don't know the answer toadies. to what you're asking. I wonder about it. I don't know the answer to what you're asking because I don't know what it looks like without him. Yeah. But there's a part of me that, that, that is pretty sure they would climb all over each other's bodies to be the one yeah. on top. But then there's another part of me that wonders if that even matters. Yeah. I wonder and how I much don't know. I don't balloon. know the answer to that second question. Right. 
The one that I'm pretty sure they'll, Same. I'm pretty sure they would fucking stab each other in the back to make each oh, other look good. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I'm an innocent man. I don't need blood. And toys. Or tots. And now I'm in Guantanamo Bay. See why I'm against paying taxes? Hey! Hey! Fuck you! This story comes from Democracy Now! And I just think it's an important story. So, Katanji Brown-Jackson, I was standing up for the Constitution by representing Guantanamo prisoners. And this is a longer article from Democracy Now! But I think, I think for me, the, the part I want to talk about is the right is trying to portray her defense of Guantanamo Bay prisoners as somehow unpatriotic. Yeah. When... The reality is that the least patriotic thing we have done in my lifetime was to invade a Great fucking point. sovereign nation. Great point. Kidnap the uh, people who live there. Great point. Not allow them any due process at all. Can't discover disagree. that the majority, not some, but the majority of those people had literally nothing to do with extremism because of the in system, any way. Because of the system in which we found them, right. which was we very created, often just like he did something yeah. and then you would just take him and put him away yep. for years. Yeah, we created, what we did is we created a bounty system that was not dissimilar to calling someone a witch in order to gain access sure. to their property. Yep. I mean, it was, it was very, very, similar. very similar. Yeah. So hundreds of people, not a couple, yeah. but hundreds of people have been credibly found to have no link None. whatsoever. None. None of them were given any due process. All of them were detained, removed from their families, beaten, tortured. And she yeah. simply wanted these people to have a due process right. Yeah. Hey, man, maybe we should make sure we have the right guy. Mm -hmm. That's it. The least patriotic thing we have done in my lifetime is to steal other human beings from their homes and from their families and to subject them to extreme torture, pain, and penalty of death, and to do all of that in bullshit secret? Sure. Are you fucking kidding and we me? Did, and it's not like that was like six months. Right. That was years of time we did this. We yeah. did this for a decade. Man, the, some of these people are still there. Yeah. So what What? What they, her answer to, to this question is, basically she says, look, I just argued these rights because I was hired to do this work. Right. So I looked at the person's case. They asked me to argue a point and I argued it. So what? That's what lawyers do. I know. It's like, it's like they all purposely are misunderstanding what legal advocacy is. Yeah. Legal advocacy is not, I think this is a good person and I am, I am in moral agreement with their actions and think they're innocent, right? That's nothing to do. This is, we have an adversarial system that relies upon advocacy. Yeah. And we have to have people to do that work or the system itself doesn't function. And they would never be bringing this up if she were to, like, let's say she were someone who was a high, like a, a high-powered defense attorney. Right. And she just tried, like, regular cases. Let's say she tried, I'm trying to think of something that is less... Dude, if she defended fucking white guys and white collar crimes. White collar crimes, a perfect example, yep. right? They would never bring it up. No. But what they want to bring, the reason why they want to bring up Guantanamo Bay, and they also brought up uh, child pornography, yep. is because they want to paint her as a, somebody who's sympathetic to child pornography because that is a QAnon 
fucking talking point yep. and they know it's going to get yep. people talking. Yep. So they're doing that. And then they're also trying to paint her as someone who is un-American. And again, the reason why they're asking these questions, we said it earlier in the show, is so that they can they can go back to the people in their district and say, with clear conscience, I voted against the first woman, black woman in the Supreme Court because I think she's anti-American or I think she's somebody who is soft on child porn or I think she's somebody, who, you know, in Ted Cruz's yeah. case, who's, oh my God. who's a critical race theory advocate. Oh my, Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz is a whole nother fucking ball of yeah. jellyfish. Right, right. That fucking asshole. Yeah, I, I, this, this, the attacks that she is being subjected to are so dishonest. Yeah. And they're so disingenuous and they're so nonsensical to the, I mean, like it, her job, she was a fucking defense attorney. Sure. That's what, that's literally what that, should we not have that job? Yeah. You know, who was always saying, how many of these fucking free speech rights people are always talking about how we shouldn't cancel people where without, without proof, where they shouldn't yeah. cancel people without their day in court. Oh, yeah, they shouldn't yeah. cancel people. Yeah. Well, they are always talking about how everybody has a right. Absolutely right. Yeah, and the thing is, we do. In the courts, we have a right, not in the court of public opinion, no. which is where cancellation yeah. happens. It's bullshit, actually non-analogous argument, not, but well, still. And it doesn't happen really a lot at all. Right. Yeah. But these guys are always, and they're, and they're always doing it when they're defending white men, right? When it's a white man who is subject to some kind of attack, all of a sudden it's like, whoa, what about due process? When this woman literally is on the side of due process yeah. as a principle, yeah. yeah. all of a sudden it's like, well, hang on a minute. Not for these accused people. No, that's not how the system works. Yeah. You can advocate heartily for people because that's the right thing to do to preserve a system of justice. Sure. Even if the individual that you are advocating for, even if in your fucking heart and brain, you're like, that's a monster. Yeah. But the point is the well, system of justice needs this in order to function. And what's crazy is, is that many of them aren't. They're not oh, monsters. Oh, I know. Right? Yeah. Especially the yeah. Gitmo thing. Yeah. The Gitmo thing is most aren't. They're just not monsters. Right. I wonder if she could have got out of this if she would have just said she was working out with Squee. If she was just <laughs> working out with Squee at the time. She should have kept a better diary. Drinking beer. All right. With Jonesy and yep. Squee or whatever. Yeah, what was, what was, yeah, was the it guy's name? Squee and Tiggs or something? Squee I don't Tiggs. know. Like... <laughs> Tiggs. I don't know. I guess like a character. They get from into a Sons tickle fight. They just get into like a crazy tickle fight in the dorm. Oh, adorable times back then. God. Yeah. No, but you know, and and you think back to that particular. Look at how he reacted. Oh, he when he was asked it. questions, yeah. and not just questions about, not just questions about uh, the doctor who came in and accused him of of horrible sexual assault. Right. Not just that. He was asked about other things. Yep. And he could not keep his cool. No. He, Brett Kavanaugh could not keep his cool. No, he lost He lost his shit. He completely yeah. lost his shit. Yep. Katanji Brown-Jackson is absolutely not losing no. her shit. She's and she's calm. going to get confirmed. She is calm. Yep. She just smiles. She gives her... Uh, the, the And she's giving the same answer so many times yep. in a row. She was asked today what a woman was. Are you serious? So some, the, 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 Somebody called this lady. I don't know this, this oh representative. She's a lady who's... She looks like she looks like a version of Boris Johnson. You know how Boris Johnson's yeah, hair? hair. She looks like that, like except Lady for Boris. longer. She's just like, Brah, and her hair's like crazy. <laughs> Somebody called her a bag of hair on Twitter, and I loved it. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, she's a she's like a asking the question. She says, "Can you tell me what a what a definition of a woman is?" And Katanji said, "I'm not a biologist. I don't know what you're asking me." And she says, "Well, 
you know, it's a, a hot button topic right now. And she says, well, if there were people in front of me that were arguing a point, I would then look at the current right. law yep. and I'd look at precedent and I would make a decision based on the arguments that are presented, but you're not arguing anything. You're just saying, you're asking me to try to make a definition. Yeah. I'm not a biologist. Right. Well, I can't make that decision. Yeah. And she's like, are you saying you can't tell me what a woman is? You know, because what she wants, is she wants to go back to her fucking constituents yeah. and be like, she's a fucking crazy, radical trans person right. ally and we hate them. Yep. So let's, let's fucking band again. That's what they're trying to do. Yeah, it's, it is a bullshit laying of rhetorical traps. Yeah. You know, that have no, they have no relevance to the law, right? right. So th this is a job interview. And yeah. the interview is like, is this person qualified? <laughs> Would they make, the, the president gets to pick and the Senate's supposed to be like, all right, let's make sure they're qualified. Yeah. That's how the system's supposed to work. Not like, let's lay out these rhetorical traps so that I can get my gotcha yep. moment that I yep. bring back to my constituents. Like Tucker later. Oh, yeah. God, and I just, know. and just have, and have a moment on Tucker. Right. Because that's what they're looking for. Yep. The virus, when you look at the origins, uh, of the pandemic. The virus. God bless you. One more Katanji story. One time. more. All right, this story comes from the Independent. AOC exposes perfect edges on book Cruz brandished a Katanji Brown Jackson hearing, proving he hasn't read it. So this this is an embarrassingly I'm going to show the picture embarrassing display. Now I'm going to show the picture. You guys who are listening to this, you can go to our website and you can look at the. Uh, at the picture on the notes in the show notes, you have to scroll down. And you have to click on Twitter, and it's it's AOC's tweet. But if you look at this, it doesn't even look like this book has ever been opened. Uh, no, he bought it, this it, as a show. I've blown this up on the screen. Yep. It literally does not even look like this book has been opened. And here's AOC's tweet: When you're showing off the next book you want banned with the perfect edges and everything to underscore to everyone you haven't actually read it. <laughs> It's so great. AOC it's is AOC so is amazing. dynamite. It's so amazing. But again, this is one of those, this is end of policing, although we should put this on our to-read list. We should. But I, I actually want to bring this up because th this was what this is part of a line of questioning where Cruz was doing these gotcha books, right? And he's doing these gotcha books. He says, you know, at the at the school, the the Washington Day School or whatever it's called, I forgot what it's called. At the day school that you're on the board of. You know, do they teach CRT? And she's like, I, I don't actually know. We're not part of the curriculum. And he's like, well, I think they do. And he brings out these books called, you know, CRT, a beginner's guide or yeah. whatever it is. Babies and, are racist or right, whatever. Yeah. Are all babies racist babies, or babies and anti-racist or something, something like that. Which is That's just a book, a, a book called And Other yeah. True Facts. I'd read a book called The Babies <laughs> Are the Worst. I would read that book. I'm going to write that I'm book. Gonna write, babies yeah. are the worst. <laughs> he brings out these books, though, that all have something to do. It's very telling. They all have something to do with race. And then he hauls out the end of policing. And I thought, you know, doesn't that tell you everything you need to know about the fact that fucking policing is racist? That when you, a fucking white guy who wants to call out, like, like who thinks you're having this fucking gotcha moment about how they're teaching race, is like, and what about this book about policing? It's like, why would you assume policing is fucking racist? And also, unless it is. And also, very much. She comes from a family that is law enforcement. Right. She has a law enforcement family. People in her family, multiple people, not just one, like multiple right. people were in law enforcement. Right. So she has a tie to law enforcement more than someone else might. Right. So to bring something like this up, 
just means you didn't do any homework. Didn't do any. No. You didn't he, understand the question. You didn't. Yeah. You just want another gotcha. He, and he, he wanted his gotcha so much, he had this great big, like, blown up image from the, like, anti-racist baby one. thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, behind him. Babies so he could get racist. A, babies are so Babies are so racist. They're so They are so racist. racist. So racist. Outrageous. So racist. Fucking racist babies. So racist. <laughs> they will crawl to a dog before they'll crawl to a human. They're racists. <laughs> racists. Anyway. So the, the, the whole thing is just, it's literally there to get a picture because he poses behind a great sure. big Of course, he wants the moment. Yeah. He wants the Getty image. And, and all the, yeah, it's exactly what he yeah. wants. And all these fucking guys, they all assume that if you are involved in any way with a school that you have somehow personally vetted the entire curriculum and every material, all the material in the goddamn library. It's the same. They, they think this about the world though. Think about how they think about voting machines. Right? Yeah. If you own the voting machine company, you can control all the votes that the voting right. machine has. Yeah. If you are part of a school board, you're automatically part of that. Like you control every aspect. You're the one who controls everything, not yeah. just the curriculum, but how they fucking bust them, how they feed them, how they frisk them before they come <laughs> in, whatever. Yeah, it's it, it's the same with the librarians, man. It's, yeah. it's like, oh, the librarians are going to be held accountable for the content of the library. It's like, really? Yeah. Because I think like maybe the librarians just showed up to work and there are already yeah. books And there's there. books there. Like, I don't yeah. think the librarians show up with like satchels of books and fill the shelves they have every to, morning. They have to go through the books every day to make sure there isn't a banned one. One. Yeah. I got to count them Ugh. first. I got to count. What? What? The, I, I got write. searching for bad clams. Right. What the <laughs> fuck, man? I've read them all. <laughs> Oh, I have three kids and no money. Why can't I have no kids and three money? Just a couple of stories. This one's from Marketplace. Uh, federal funding for COVID testing and treatment for the uninsured has run out. And I, I grabbed this story even though, like, I've just, I'm just, fuck. But and this one too, this one's, this one's very related. Yep. As GOP blocks funds, federal agency ends COVID coverage for uninsured. Yeah. Um, and the underneath it, the physician says the rationing of COVID care by ability to pay begins. And for like a hot minute, Cecil, with one, one fucking disease only, we almost accidentally did the right thing. Right. For like, a, like two years. Sure. And I really, there's a part of me that thought, Maybe this will be the thing that spurs some change. Maybe we'll see. And and I and I've got a, a dark theory here that might hopefully not. Pan I love out. those. That's great. But I thought maybe we'll see this be the change that people realize that a system that requires and segregates health outcomes by income and by employment is a terrible and unjust and fucking cruel system that is destined only to exacerbate and magnify the amount of pain that the citizens of this country pay to receive. Sure, sure. And that's what I thought, yeah. right? And here we are, and there's a sense from many that the pandemic for those in the United States is winding down. Now, there's really no good reason to think that. There's another extraordinarily uh, contagious variant, the BA2 variant, which is here in the States. It's surging in Europe and Asia. It may surge here. There's sure. a lot of experts that yeah. are concerned about it. So before we even get to the finish line, while we're still losing 1,000 people a day, when we still have 30,000 new infections a day, we're cutting off coverage. Mm -hmm. We're cutting off coverage. And there's a part of me that thinks, wait till we turn off the fucking spigot and then wait for the next surge and let's see what happens. Yeah. And, let's, and I don't want that to happen, but maybe that's what has to happen. Well, I'll tell you, you know, one of the things that 
that doesn't scare me as much about COVID is the advances that we've gone through, right? So not only do we have multiple vaccines, which are shown to be effective, boosting them, which is shown to be even more effective. And then we also have these drugs, these antiviral drugs that have come out that have been very effective at making sure that people don't get debilitating COVID. There's studies that are coming out more and more day after day, day after day, day after day that are showing that vaccines do prevent you better against lung COVID than not being vaccinated. There's all these great things, but all the things lead to medical expertise, medical goods, and what happens, like I'm insured, right? So I'm insured. I get sick. I'm going to go to the hospital. I'm going to pay a fee but they're gonna, there's going to be some uh, a coverage from my my insurance. Right. I know that runs out at a certain point. I know I have a limit. I'm sure I have a limit. Like, so if I get on an intubation or whatever, and then they stick me in a room and I'm there for 30 days or something, and I just happen to survive, or even if I don't, I guess my wife would be on the hook for that money. Um, somebody's got to pay that bill if they stop paying it, right? If the, if, the, if, right. If, if the government's just like, yeah, well, nobody's, we're not paying that shit anymore. That's up to you now. Somebody's got to pay that bill, right? So I uh, that that's the thing that worries me is that the things that were that I was optimistic about are now suddenly a thing that's rationed to you through money. Yeah. And that's a scary place to be, you know, in a place with because we're the only country that's talking about this stuff. Cause we're the one that's we're the outlier. We're the one without universal health care. So we're the ones who can say, well, yeah, we can turn the, the government can just turn the spigot off. And nobody can get care afterwards. Yeah, and if you're if you're a Western European or an Australian or a Canadian, you're listening to this. You've got to be just. I, I can't imagine how baffling sure. this must it's seem. It's got to be crazy because the idea that you could get sick and go bankrupt from being sick is a foreign concept. Sure. But the idea that you could get sick from COVID in the middle of a pandemic, which is yeah, it is and we're just why the fuck are we doing this? And it is part of this. It is part of this national winding down that we have decided that sure. we're doing. Sure. And I and I think that the appetite, you know, Americans are fucking garbage in many ways because as soon as we do something we and we didn't like doing it, we're willing to do everything we don't like exactly one time. Mm-hmm. And if the circumstances warrant us continuing to do it or to do it again, we simply won't do it. So, you know, it seemed pretty clear that like, once masks come off, masks aren't going back on for a lot of people. Like, I don't think there's any political will to put masks back on in mass. I think maybe some counties might do it here or there if things get bad, et cetera. But by and large, America's just going to throw up their hands and be sure. done. And I think financially, we are throwing up our hands and saying we're done. But the problem is, to your point, someone still has to pay that bill. Yeah. So what's going to happen is two things. People aren't going to pay those bills. They're going to run out of money. Some people are going to run out of money. They're not going to pay them or they'll pay parts of them, but they won't pay all of them. Then hospitals will get stuck holding the bag. Well, hospitals, many of them barely scrape by. They don't make a lot of money. Hospitals, some hospitals do, but many don't. Many hospitals don't make actually a lot of money. So hospitals may shut down. Hospitals may be forced to fire, lay off. You have poorer care for people. Also, like medical bankruptcies will become more and more of a problem. It's the number one cause of sure. bankruptcy yeah. in the United States is medical bills. Yeah. So there are there are rippling effects, economic and social and personal effects of doing this kind of shit. And I'm just so terribly unsurprised yeah. 
that we're doing it. Well, and and we, I I feel I do feel optimistic when I think about all the things, all the places that we've gone. Yeah. Right, how far we've come since the beginning. Because the beginning was very bleak. Yeah. I look back a couple of years ago, and I and I remember being looking out my window, thinking, "Fuck, I got to go grocery shopping." I remember like how kind of Nervous. weirded yeah. out I was for just having to go grocery shopping. And then before masks were really a thing, I was wearing like a bandana on my face, yeah. and like then I watched a video of the Surgeon General showing you how to make like a quick mask because there were no masks to buy. I mean, I I think everyone should remember how we yeah. felt at right. the beginning of this, right? I, I felt a lot of anxiety about those things. There's a lot of change now. There's a lot of things that are different now. Yeah. And so I don't I don't wholly disagree with us lowering restrictions. I don't wholly disagree with it. What I do disagree with is pulling the rug out from underneath people if they're going to get sick because you can still get sick if you are protected. Right. You can still get sick. And to pull the rug out from underneath them. I also wonder too, what are insurance companies going to do? Are insurance companies going to deny your coverage if you st if because now insurance companies going to be on the on the bag for a lot of this, right? Yeah, absolutely. Are they going to deny my coverage if I didn't get in, in, in uh, a, a vaccine? Are they going to deny my coverage because of that? Because if they do, then you're going to start to see some real changes. Yeah, because that's going to be a big deal. And I wonder too if the if the if those insurance companies will start to push because right now the push is from all the businesses that are losing money. Right, so all those businesses losing money are putting pressure on anybody they can yes. in the government to say, "Please relax these restrictions, so that my business can come back or whatever." Right, so anybody who has any pull whatsoever in business is trying to do that. Yeah, because they want to try to get as much money as they can, and they can't. Right, because we we run on blood. We right. fucking always <laughs> run on blood. We're going to continue to we run do. on blood. Right. But what's going to happen when there's a push pull between the people who really want to make that money? And now there's a bunch of fucking insurance companies losing a lot of money. What happens when those big companies who seemingly always get their way, yeah. what's going to happen when they push on the government to say, wait, we got to do some more lockdowns. We got to do some more masking. We got to do some more social distancing. We got to do this because, because you're going to start seeing like, like these surges don't, they, they slow down, but they're not. They're not nothing right. in the middle of the, even with vaccinated people, they're not nothing. No. So what's going to happen? I. It's a very interesting proposition. And I want, because the government is really just controlled by the special interest. Oh, 100%. So I wonder which special interest wins the tug of war. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's, that's a great point. And I don't know which one is going to win, but I feel... We're gonna lose. I feel no struggling. matter what, we're gonna lose. We get fucked. No matter what, right. we lose that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. every the everyday person just yeah. gets totally fucking boned. And on we're us. not. And we are not making decisions. No one should think we're making decisions, a hundred percent medically, scientifically based. No, we right. should not. We should not be. No, be fooling ourselves that those are those that those are those decisions. Now I'm. That doesn't necessarily mean that I don't think we shouldn't be making some of these decisions because, you know, in some ways. I think that there is like a real push-pull calculus yeah. you have to do, right? Like trying to be COVID zero like China has devastating social and economic and yeah. personal impact. And I don't think that that's, I don't think that's the, the goal, right? Yeah. I don't think that's a reasonable goal. I don't think a reasonable goal is to accept a thousand dead people no, a day. I don't think so either. And I think there's there's some, some smaller number sure. we need to get down to 
but we got to keep funding until we get down to that number. Yeah. We keep doing this thing though, where it's like, well, we're heading in the right direction, but we're not there. We're not at the goal. If the goal is like some livable amount, I can't imagine it's this amount. Yeah, no. But it's like, well, we're we're in the right direction. It's like, yeah, but if you stop all the things that make us go in that direction, sure. we go slower or we don't go at all. I just, and we're going to bankrupt people. Yeah. And, and when we and bankrupt are, people, yeah. if I'm a business and I sell something to you and you can't pay me and I go bankrupt, you never got paid either. Yeah. Two yeah. people lose in the equation. Sure. Yeah. It's I, I, like bankruptcy is bad for everybody. Yeah. So we'd like to thank our patrons. Of course, we'd like to thank all our patrons. But we'd like to thank our newest patrons, Corey, Stephanie, Steve, and I am that which per personifies when you try to talk about a song and promptly forget the words, then the rhythm, then the mellow. D. Yes. <laughs> Thank you so much for your generous Thank donations. You. We really do truly appreciate it. Um, we mentioned it at the beginning of the show, but um, you know, while we appreciate donations, another another group that also appreciates donations is Doctors Without Borders. And we uh, we did a little donation run with them last week. We, of course, encourage everybody else to donate to Doctors Without Borders while they're working in Ukraine. We got a message. We got a couple of these. Um, this message is from... This message is from Joe. And Joe said that there was an error in Grand Unified Theory of Bullshit. I've gotten maybe four of these where there's been a little, little mess up on my part or on Tom's part when we were doing some research. In this particular case, I remember doing the research on this. Um, he says that the capital officer that, that died, Brian Sicknick, uh, when it first came out, it was, it, was, it was widely publicized that he was beaten with a fire extinguisher. And that's what we put in the book. But I guess later reporting has retracted that. So we're actually going to be doing a second version of the book um, very soon. I'm, I got in touch with the editor and we're going to be adding a couple of uh, changes and uh, we're going to talk to him about the best way to do that. But there's been four or five things. So if there's something that you think is factually wrong in the book uh, that we made a mistake on, send me a message. Story about the yeah, police and, officer. I thought he got hit with a fire extinguisher and went home. Until this evening, you the, didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. Well, we've talked about yeah. it over pizza. Yeah. So, I had so, no idea. Yeah. So, um, but there's a couple of people who sent me other corrections. If there just something happened to pop out at you and you think, oh, you know, I should send this correction and send it to me because we're going to be doing a second edition of this book uh, with the corrections very soon. Yeah. Because, you know, you might get this from reading the book, but we actually think being right matters. Yeah. <laughs> it turns <laughs> yeah. out being correct yeah. actually matters. Yeah. Uh, we got a message. This is from Mark. And Mark says, uh, I thought you guys would find this entertaining. He sends us a link. The top pizza in the entire country is in Michigan. It looks like Detroit-style pizza. It's from around Detroit or Detroit itself. And now this is from mlive.com. I think that's michiganlive.com. So it might be a little biased. might be a little biased, but it's it does say that it's the best pizza in the entire country. I know Connecticut for a long time has held that record. They do a brick fire something there, wood coal, or I don't know. Coal. <laughs> I don't know what they do, but they do some kind of taste. Some kind of, some kind of fire coal thing right. they do. And then, uh, and then, you know, of course people say New York pizza is good, although I've never, uh, that well, seems I, we've elusive. Gotta, we've it feels elusive. Try I've tried it more. multiple times and it feels very elusive to me. You know, we we talked uh, this last week uh, with Seth, and he, and this message is from Bob. Bob says you guys were talking about the crazy scenarios in burial direction. Said, but here's another odd idea: 
what happens when a Christian organ donor gets raptured? <laughs> There's a good chance that their organs would be donated to non-believers who would not get raptured. So the Christian donor gets beamed up. Do their organs also get zapped <laughs> up? You just see like a kidney shooting, shooting out space. of somebody. Oh God! Oh, ah! it really hurts coming out. Oh, it really hurts coming out. You thought kidney stones were bad? <laughs> Try the whole kidney. Or what about like if if somebody had two kidneys and like the believer gets yeah. raptured and does he get his extra kidney back? <laughs> like give me I, I came here with two. No, yeah, he can, and he comes uh, to there's right. like, what about what about the people who have cornea replacements and they right. like they look like a, a, a cartoon dog it's like, <laughs> like shooting out. Um we got a message. Now this was this was posted on the last episode on Patreon. This is from Ryan. And Ryan uh, disagreed. Well, I don't know that he disagreed with what we had to say about uh, about the South Carolina law where you're just like, hey, you're old enough. You want to just carry a gun around wherever you go concealed? Totally cool with us. And there's and, and Tom and I were both very shocked to find that yeah. many states have this, 22. this crazy idea that you could just have a gun and just like walk around with it hidden on your person just because... Because you, you want, want to. to. Yeah. Um, we both find that very appalling. And uh, and his comment basically, I, I don't know. Do you want to read the whole thing? Do we think we should read the whole thing? I, I think get, I am because there's a couple yeah. of things I do want to talk about. He right. says, so Ryan says, and I don't want to misquote him at all. So he says, constitutional carry is the law of the land. You don't have to like it. You don't have to agree with it. And you don't have to carry. You can want to change it and you can hate it. Okay. I like both of those things. I do. I I. I want do. to change it, and I do hate it. Yeah. And I will even state that I believe people absolutely should have to show a basic level of competence and an ability to remain level-headed before carrying a firearm. More than that, even. But just because some states pretend that I need their special little stamp of approval to be able to protect myself with a right afforded to me by the highest law of the land doesn't mean it's legal. There is a reason that South Carolina doesn't take on many, the Supreme Court, I'm sorry, doesn't take on many Second Amendment cases. And that is because these BS state laws would lose and be on full display as the unconstitutional overreaches that they are. But buckle in, guys, because there are quite a few Second Amendment cases being heard and on deck with the South Supreme Court at the moment. And I'm 99% sure constitutional carry is about to win in the Supreme Court because it's how it has always been in this country. If you guys expect any real change with gun law, then the makeup... <clears throat> no, then the Constitution needs to be amended, which it won't be. So states can make up whatever illegal laws they'd like. But at the end of the day, there's just about no more clear and less unambiguous sentence than, quote, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. You didn't period. say the whole thing. That's not the whole sentence. So um, You didn't say the whole thing, Ryan. It's part of a sentence. It's, it's a, part of a sentence. That's a fragment. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send this back to you with a red pen, Ryan. You don't have to like it. Maybe they'd have written it differently if they'd known how things have changed. But the fact is... That is what the U.S. Constitution, the highest law of this nation, states. And short of an amendment to that right, the right so important was the second thing on the list, short of an actual constitutional amendment changing any of that, every other BS pretendy tend state law isn't. So a, a few things about that. Um, some of that just isn't, it just frankly isn't true. Like you can't say that these state laws are pretend laws. They are actual laws. They are in effect. And yeah. if you break them, there are penalties. That's how laws work. I also completely disagree that there's a reason the Supreme Court won't take up cases because they know that they'll decide a certain way. That seems like nonsense. The NRA is a massively, massively important lobby in this country. If they thought they could get all of these 
state laws overturned, they would have pushed these up to the Supreme Court long, long ago. time ago. And they very well yeah. might push them up to the Supreme Court Yeah, now Court that next they've year. got a 6-4, 6-3, right. yeah, absolutely, 6-4. So, but wish it I, was 6-4. I think it's nonsense six, to five, pretend. I, it's seven, fucking 11 That's. I wish it was 7-6, actually. But, I wish it was anything but 6-3. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. You know, I think it's, I think it's nonsense to pretend that um, this is somehow the constitutional law of the land. That's not really a meaningful... It's actually not a meaningful phrase. Yeah. Uh, the law is what the law is in sure. terms of how it is enforced. Also, I would point out that your point, Cecil, if you're old enough, there are already tacit restrictions on your right to carry a gun, right? I yeah. can't hand... You can't. You don't. You don't get born. You don't get born. Right. And as you're born, they don't hand you a gun. So, so the idea of reasonable restrictions being allowed by states is something we all agree with, right? So, why does it have to be concealed and not open carry? Yeah. Why does it have to be somebody who's 18 and not somebody who's 12? Why does somebody who is a convicted felon not have that right? None of that's in the constitution. None of that's in the constitution either. So, so don't pretend that the constitution is the only thing from which rights are, as they are practically enforced, developed. Yeah. That is nonsense, yeah. and it ignores decades of case law. Yeah, and case law and precedent. And I also want to say, too, you didn't quote the whole Second Amendment. Right. The whole Second Amendment includes a whole part about a well-regulated Reg- militia. I was going to say well-oiled, but that's a not. Well-oiled, well-oiled militia. Oiled militia sounds like, that sounds like a Pornhub channel. And if you want a well-oiled militia, <laughs> you can head over to adamandeve.com and her Gloria checkout. <laughs> if you want a well-regulated militia, you got to give them Madame Musil. But no, but a well-regulated. So, so the thing is, is like you're forgetting about one big part of that right. whole thing, which is where they're talking about a militia. And then, and you know, you can interpret that in many different ways. Maybe they didn't want us to have guns at all. Maybe they wanted the guns to be somewhere in like a, a, a public armory, armory right. where you have to go grab your gun if there's something that the militia has to take down or take care of. So, you know, like, like there's a lot of interpretations to law. That's why we have a Supreme Court. And that's why all these different states make all these different decisions about these guns. Right. And you're absolutely right. I can hate it. And I do. And I don't want to live in a country where I can just walk down the street and that guy who is fumble fucking around with a plastic gun has a fucking gun. Up. I just don't. No, no. Yeah. That's a, because it's a garbage way to live. That yeah. is a garbage yeah. way to live. And it, and it gets people, it gets, I, I, I think that that's one of the major reasons why we have police violence. There's so much police violence in this country is because of our gun problem. Well, and you know, I, I, one other thing real quick is that, you know, you, you say in your comment, Ryan, and respectfully, you say in your comment that you want that gun to protect yourself, but Americans are so much less safe than all of the other industrialized rich nations that we would be comparable to that do not have ready access to weapons. You are unsafe because other people have fucking guns. The guns are what are making us less safe. And I'm a gun owner. And I'm a gun owner. I I have guns. I love to go shooting. I think it's a super fun thing to do. I don't think we should just be able to go to the fucking store and buy them. That's dumb. That's scary. I can give my son a gun. So I can just give him a gun, man. Like, I don't, like, what the fuck? Yeah. The Constitution is the only thing that matters, and none of the other case law that follows. The Constitution doesn't lay out an age that you no, become a citizen. Right, yeah. Right? It doesn't say a citizen is 18. Yeah. Right? So, okay, well, let's fucking, I'll just give my 14-year-old a gun. And it doesn't say anything about concealed well, versus open carry. It doesn't say anything about size or or. Why caliber. prosecute that family that gave that kid a gun who had that gun and shot, all that, shot up that school? Right. Why prosecute that family if that's just fine? Yeah. 
So uh, we got a message. We got a message. This is from uh, April. And April says, I was looking for the book and uh, I was wondered if I get it on Scribd. This is the audio version. Will you see any money for it? I have no idea, April. Um, so there are more profitable ways for you to buy it. The website is the most profitable way. But I will say this. It, don't buy it twice. No. If you already right. have a subscription to these things, we made the decision to, to put, put it. it on there. So if you want to buy it from a place that you are already a member of or whatever, and you have a scribd subscription, you can just go <laughs> back there and get it. Like yeah. I, I do not, I, I we specifically put it there yeah. because of that. Now, if it is something that you're thinking, oh, I, you know, I wanted to give you guys money, become a patron. You yeah, know, right. Become a patron and listen to your script book. That would be what I would say. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's a great point. It's a great point. And I'm sure we'll see something from it. Yeah, we we're going to see something. How, or how much. We're going to see something. Yeah. Hey, so we got a message from Mario. Um, Mario says, hey, I was listening to the latest episode. I was one of the people with the broken mug. I didn't realize how much the mugs cost to send out. I would be more happy to cover the cost. Hey, so I don't want to make anyone feel bad. That yeah. wasn't the point. I... Uh, we were happy, we were joyous to send the mugs. It was a good thing. It was a fun yeah. thing to do. The point wasn't like to make you feel bad. It was just, hey, we can't do that again. Yeah, <laughs> it's just financially. Exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah. we we know you would have covered yeah, of it. Of course, we, just, we always want to do the right thing by you. Guys. Of course. And I am sorry your mug broke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got a couple messages telling us about uh, asking us if they we want help to send in our international bookmarks. We also got messages with with suggestions on how to do it. I went to the post office. We, we, you know, we might be able to put them just in regular envelopes. But we're not doing that. We're putting them. We don't in want like, to get all bent and yeah, fucked up. We're putting them in cardboard envelopes so they don't get messed up, and we're sending them out. That's why it costs so much to do, and that's why I have to fill out a form because when I went in, the lady behind the desk is like, "Got to fill out a form." So I'm just following the rules of the post office. <laughs> I know a lot of you might do mailings, and you might have a bunch of advice. I'm not asking for advice. <laughs> so we're, we're not we're not looking for it. We've already got our, our ideas and our plans on how this is going to work. Um, we, we would love to, of course, be able to do this. But the, when I walk into the post office and I have to fill out 20 customs forms, I'm, it's not something that I have time to do. Yeah, it takes so we, we're just not we're just not going to do that for these particular set of bookmarks in the future. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll figure something out that's different. But as it stands right now with currently marketing a book and currently doing all the extra work that goes into this, as well as sending these things out, we're just not going to be sending them internationally right now. I wanted to mention that somebody sent in a message. Dave sent a message and he said, hey, uh, you know, in order to talk to a real person at Facebook, you got to drop about $500,000 a month on the advertising platform, which God sounds damn. amazing. Six million a Could year. Could you imagine? God damn. God, that's amazing. We also got a message from Daniel who told us we should try a bottle of ancient age because it tastes like blends. He says a lot of the cheap bourbons out there will make like a cheaper bur bourbon that sound that tastes just the same as the Using other ones. the same mash bill. Yeah. yeah. So I'm curious if they use the same mash bill, if they also use the same barreling and aging process. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I will totally try it. In fact, if I, I've got some Blantons at home. I will try it in a taste test. Yeah. That sounds great. I'll blind taste it. You know what? I'll buy some. I'll bring it over. Yeah. That sounds, that sounds we'll great. That sounds great. on the stream. That sounds great. By the way, we did this, this, episode this week on YouTube. So go check it out on YouTube. Uh, it's there. The full video is there. So go check it out and uh, like, and subscribe where you're there. It's a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. Doing. All right. That is going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with Skeptics Creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. 
couched in scientician double bubble toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative acupunctuating pressurized stereogram pyramidal free energy healing water downward spiral brain dead pan sales pitch late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose Your Signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.